0: Welcome back to Divorce Confessional. I'm Claire Birchwood. Um, Today is Sunday, and it's been a long, hard weekend. Like, I remember coming on Friday and telling you guys I was going to go out, and that didn't happen. Um, I was supposed to go out with someone on a date, and they got very abusive, very verbally aggressive towards me, and I ended up walking home by myself. So that was my Friday. Um, Saturday, yesterday, I had plans I couldn't get out of with this person. Um, long story short, you know, I thought, you know, it was a one-off thing. This isn't going to happen again because this guy is... I don't even know, but it's clear that I need to have stronger boundaries in my life, especially, you know, leaving my husband, I can't afford to get involved with anyone who's not stable. Um, But yesterday, for whatever reason, and I know there could be many, many reasons and I don't want to justify it, um, but he got verbally aggressive with me again, screaming at me. You know, this is someone who can't control her temper. And very triggering, very heartbreaking, you know, as I'm trying to create this life for myself and my son that's free of any kind of abuse. I want my home, you know, I spent $12,000 in the divorce getting my home to be my home. You know, free of anger, free of screaming, free of any kind of abuse at all and I can't afford to have this happen again um, so it's been hard it's been a really hard weekend you know my son is where I'm not comfortable with him he's with his dad and his family and they are not good people and I'm very much on edge um, and to top it off all that all that shit went down the past couple of days and so I was able to hang out with one of my girlfriends last night and talk to my other best friend who doesn't live here anymore and I just you know over the weekend I said you know I'm really good at being abused I'm really good at it I just tend to be a magnet for people who aren't stable who aren't You know, thoughtful of their actions or their words or their emotions, especially guys. I feel like I want to be there for everyone. That's part of who I am. And in doing that, I open myself up to being there for a lot lot of people who don't deserve it and who are going to bring more stress and drama to my life. And, you know, not these people don't give a second thought, Or this person didn't to what I was going through and that this is a horrible, horrible time to do this to me and to, I can't even, I'm still processing it, to be honest. But, you know, I was telling my girlfriend that I'm really good at being abused and this is, you know, a pattern I keep falling into and I know it and I need to correct it you know I need to make sure that my life is free from any kind of abuse because any kind of abuse that's still in my life can't be justified you know I did that for eight nine years I'm not going to do that again you know I want my home to be full of love and light and laughter and peace when it wasn't with him and I feel like I'm still making bad decisions and bad choices that leave myself open to more pain. So I want to be honest with you guys. You know, this is something I'm really struggling with. And every single day I wake up and I'm just really struggling with the gas light effect from my ex. You know, he would say that I'm the abuser, I'm the abusive one. As soon as he did something, I would point it out, like, hey, you're yelling at me, you need to stop yelling at me. And he would flip the tables. He would always be like, well, if I wouldn't have to yell if you would listen to me. I wouldn't have to fill in the blank with whatever abuse you want if you blank. You know, that's what he was doing. And as soon as I pointed out something he was doing that was grossly inappropriate, he would always be or say, like, well, when are we going to talk about what you do? When are we? Oh, that's right. We never talk about what you do because that's abuse. Like he would flip the switch, flip the tables so fast. We weren't able. I was never able To really talk about you know him screaming at me him him yelling an expletive in my face like I wasn't able to do that and as I'm thinking about this and we're talking about this in my group too it's like how to make yourself not a target for narcissists how to make yourself not a target for abuse and I think that that's really really hard that's something I'm struggling with because I lived eight years You know, as an enabler, really, because I stayed, I enabled him to abuse me. And that's the mindset I'm trying to change. That's what I need to work on in myself so that it doesn't happen again. And I can think of a few ways I need to improve. And I want to share those with you guys. I think the first is saying no and just no. Whenever I'm talking with someone or, you know, just have someone in your life that always pushes your boundaries and leaves you open to feeling used and, you know, your boundaries are being pushed to the point where you're not comfortable, I'm really good at being abused because I say... No, I can't do that. But then I also add why. And the problem is when you're, when you're interacting with someone who's an abuser, when you say why you can't do something or why something's wrong, you're opening the door to this giant ass argument or for them to nitpick your answers. You know, just saying, no, I can't do that or no, is a complete sentence and it shuts down them being able to pick away at anything that you give them. So for me, strengthening my boundaries means saying no a lot more. It means having no be a complete sentence in the end of the conversation. You know, no is a real conversation end. It is a real, you know, period mark at the end of a discussion that someone who's abusive wants to have with you Um, it doesn't they might come back well what are your reasons for it you don't need to give them reasons you know I don't need to explain myself to someone who's pushing my boundaries and wants me to do something I'm not comfortable with so I think I need to practice saying no more only no and really, really, you know, living that day to day. I think another thing I can do is be more assertive without steamrolling. You know, coming off of an abusive marriage, I think I'm used to steamrolling people. Like, as soon as I feel my boundaries or something it's triggered, I automatically go to this defense mode and... I think that, you know, it's. it feels like victim blaming. I don't want to do that to myself, but I know when I'm being assertive and I also get a hunch, you know, as I'm talking to someone when I'm being too much, um, like too too emotionally involved in whatever I'm talking about with them, especially if they're a person that rubs me the wrong way. Or reminds me of my ex. So, you know, I think that in addition to saying no, for me, not being a target is also not engaging emotionally. And I think when we explain our no's, we're engaging emotionally. When we, you know, feel like we have to go on or or talk to this person or you know revisit something that doesn't need revisiting if you're just like wow this person's pushing my boundaries i need to shut this down and like walk away from the situation um so for me i think not being a victim anymore is saying no but also like turning off that switch in my head that's like oh my god i have to you know really address this with this person that's going to fix everything and the thing is you know, I'll be completely honest with you. If you're dealing with a narcissist or, you know, an emotional, mental, verbal abuser, that doesn't work. You know, they don't they don't care about how they violated your boundaries. They don't care about you. And even though you care about you, sometimes it's better just to not engage that person. And I think that... You know, I open myself up to a lot of hurt when I try to because I'm still in the mindset, oh, well, maybe they're not abusive. Maybe I can, like, fix this. Maybe I can, you know, explain where I'm coming from, and then they'll feel bad or whatever, and I'm learning real fast, you know, that does not work. Maybe for the select few, it does, but I guarantee you, leaving an abusive situation, you're just going to attract other abusers because that's the mindset you're in and that's not your fault. You know, this is not your fault at all. This is just something that happens when you've been dealing with an abuser for years and years and years, you know, you're going to be more open to attracting that kind of energy because you're still trying to pacify. You're still like, at least I am. I'm still in the mindset of I I need to not push anyone's button. So I'm going to go above and beyond to like explain myself and, Um, say no but try to be nice about it or steamroll this person completely because I don't trust anyone. And all of those aren't healthy responses. You know, I'll be honest with myself. I think that by me not being completely healed from my abusive relationship, I think I've opened myself up to a lot of pain that has nothing to do with my abuser, necessarily. You know, with him, I'm good at setting boundaries. With him, I'm good at saying no. But it it takes longer for me to learn that with other people. And I think that's what I need to work on now. So those are only a couple things I can think of. But I want to be honest with you guys and just let you know, it's like, just because I've left my marriage, and I'm two years out from, like, being separated from my ex-husband, I'm still, you know, at risk. I'm still not in the best place because I'm open to letting this happen again. And I just want to, you know, address that, take responsibility for it, and just be introspective, like, really look at my heart, look at my mind, my mental health, and be like, okay this happened again, what can I do to stop it? Because when I was married, you know, I was married to the person, but now that I'm single, there is no reason I need this in my life. And I need to protect the person that I am and my son and, you know, the mental and emotional safety that I really want to feel in my home. And I don't think I'm doing a good job a good job of it really so I just want to be vulnerable with you guys and tell you that and you know this is something that really hurts to talk about but I think it's still important to to talk about really so I'll talk to you guys later